When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Kubota's new and improved models deliver outstanding quality, performance and reliability, always ready to get the job done. Visit kubota.com.au to view the latest online catalogue or contact your local Kubota dealer for your copy today. Please say this man's on the line. Matty Johns with thanks to Four Pines Brewing Co. Filled with real characters. He is the doyen of being a character. He's on the line. Hey, Matty. Hey, Joel. Spud, how are you, boys? Mate, we're going well. We're, we've got Brooksy to task. There's a bloke who's uh, he's ambitious. Don't worry about that. He is trying to conquer every Bunnings. He wants to go around to every Bunnings in Australia and uh, have a sausage sandwich. What do you think of that? Um, Brooksy? Uh, I think Brooksy... Nothing wrong with going to every Bunnings, but rather than have a sausage sandwich, maybe a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Or a, a lettuce leaf, maybe, Brooksy. We'll <laughs> see if they got them. Uh, I'm in the same boat. Don't you worry about that. Now, now, Maddie, the Origin teams are, are out, and we, we still don't really know how it's going to shape up on Wednesday. We've got a fairly decent idea. And, and you said the call last time we spoke last week that Brian Toto, you didn't believe he had to play on the left-hand side. Maybe we see him on the right-hand side. But it made me think about this, Maddie. James Tedesco, To'o, who just, you know, he could run for 300 metres. I actually think he's a cheeky chance for man of the match, given the stats he produces at a huge odds. The Fox, we know about the Fox, Turbo, Latrell. Where does this stand? I know it's a question without notice. Is this close to the greatest back five New South Wales has ever presented as a team? Well, Joel, I can't think of a better one. Uh, Mid-2000s, there were some pretty good ones around, like Tamana Tahu, um, uh, Mini was there. Uh, but, yeah, I can't think of a better one. Really good mix of players and who complement each other. Like uh, you said before, Toto, he's just relentless in yardage. Uh, oh, and then you've got Tommy Turbo. And, and the question with Toto is under the high ball, but he's got Tommy Turbo next to him who's going to be able to protect him on those high kicks and give him a bit of shielding or, you know, shift over and, and take it himself. Uh, and on the other side, you've got the power of Latrell with that beautiful left-hand flick and the fox outside of that. Uh, and then the thing about how we'll play, the, look, with, with um, Jerome Luai and, and Nathan Cleary, there's going to be plenty of ball movement, particularly I, I think the move to, to Townsville. Mm. Forget about the fact that you know there's a full house of Queenslanders and the pressure that they'll exert on the referee and the, and the lift they'll give their side. The move to Townsville, I think, is a really good one for New South Wales. Fast, dry track will allow us to move the ball from side to side and open that middle up and then, you know, Tedesco comes into his own. So in theory, boys, it is a great side that's been built together very, very well. But they've got to get get out there and put it into practice. Absolutely, they do. Now, I think we get a few clues out of the Panthers-Tigers game. If the Tigers can conquer the Panthers, I think that points heavily to New South Wales. The reason I say that... Matty, the Tigers got no excuses. You're without the, the Dallium leader. You're without the top tri-assist merchant being Jerome Luai. The whole back row of Penrith without their number nine, their prime number nine being Uppy Coruscant. But most importantly, I think, is 
the bloke who just absolutely gifts some field position from the back of the field, Brian Toto. So Tigers yeah. have got no excuses. Are they first graders? Well, boys, go and prove it and go and beat the Panthers. They're a ridiculous price. I think it leaves us big, big clues. What do you think? Yeah, look, um, Tigers Tigers are just going to find a way to win this one. And uh, look, they'll, they'll be buoyed by the fact that you know, the, uh, the Panthers have got half their side missing and you know, a lot of cream. But tell you what, mate, the Panthers, that pack of forwards is still a really good one. It's a still, a still a red-hot side. But, yeah, oh, look, I, I tell you, Joel, regardless of what happens, they are still I, – I can't see anything but those guys in Melbourne. I just, look, I know certain things have to go their way as far as the draw is concerned and where they sit and you know, maybe an upset in the finals somewhere. But I, honestly, I just, I just see it as Melbourne and Penrith. And I don't think either side has to prove any more no. uh, until we get to the back end. Yeah, Matty, um, a couple of weeks ago you interviewed uh, Nico Hines um, and mm. he, 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 you said he was a very impressive young man. What a fantastic signing for the Sharks. Great signing, Spud, and Fitzy, uh, Craig Fitzgibbon has landed his first blow and, and got uh, Nico across. And, uh, mate, oh, you know, I'll tell you what, boys, pretty good price, uh, 600 a year. I think good price for the player, good good price for the club. Uh, really surprised the Broncos. I don't know, uh, with the Broncos, you know, they're missing out on a lot of players. I, I don't know whether they're too passive in, in chasing players, whether they've still got that mentality where the Broncos and they want to come to us, but... What we are like, Nico is a super super player uh, and super young young guy. He, he'll be great for the Sharks. There's, the, the interesting one is is this, Bud, is that uh, they're tossing up whether it's going to be Johnson or Moylan playing alongside Nico in the halves. They're, they're looking to more Moylan, which then frees up Johnson. Now, mate, if if honestly, if if the Broncos, um, if I'll put this, if I was the Broncos, I, I make a serious play at Sean Johnson. You know, that could be... You know, I just can't work out why someone hasn't gone for him already. Last week, some really classy touches. The way the game has gone suits Sean Johnson. And he's off contract and just, you know, basically waiting for someone to grab him. Yeah, Matty, I think also, you know, every great spine needs a great number nine. My favourite is the Demolition Man. I know you call him the Hectic Cheese, but I call him the Demolition <laughs> yeah. Man, the Brandon Smith. I reckon he, they should go all out for him. I think, uh, yeah, as you said, the coach down there... Fitzgibbon, he's done a fantastic job getting um, Nico, but I think he'd be a great match for the Cronulla Sharks. I would. Now, I'm just trying to think, uh, but I, I don't know whether he's agreed to terms mm. at Melbourne to stay there. Okay. But, um, which says a lot about Melbourne because he sees himself as a number nine. He's always going to be in a tug of war with Harry Grant. Um, and when Harry's there, you'd think that Brandon will be a middle forward. But, yeah, it's funny. You know, it's, it's been funny with a few uh, of the clubs. You know, they might be wheeling and dealing behind the scenes, which they probably are. But I just look at some of the clubs and they've just been... You know, I just reckon they can go harder with their recruitment. You know, particularly, as I said before, the Broncos. You know, the Broncos need a lot. But, you know, we heard... I heard nothing about them going after Nico Hines, really, you know, pushing and making an offer he can't refuse. And um, I don't know. And out, out of the blue, he signed with the Sharkies. And as I said before, great signing for the Sharkies. Uh, just dropping right now, uh, Phil Rothfield, Buzz, on the Daily Telegraph. He says, Sharks tell Sean Johnson, Aaron Woods, Josh Dugan, they're free to leave. So there you yep. go. Looks as though they won't there be Sharkies there. So opens well, up the door, Matty. Johnson is a premium signing, in my opinion. He's Great. come back from the Achilles tear, and he's shown that it hasn't hampered him. Um, he's ba- he, I, thought, I, I thought 
I, I thought he looked really, really good last week. I thought he looked really classy, some really nice touches. And so the ball's in a few... I mean, there's a lot of clubs that need halves. And so I think... You know, he should be at the top of the list for a lot of clubs. Yeah, Matty, it's crazy over the last, you know, for the past five years, five years ago, um, that's probably one of the, if you're a player, that's one of the first clubs you go to be the Broncos. They're not even looking at him. I know. It's incredible, Spud. I, um, with the fact, you know, we mentioned the interviews, the interviews I do with uh, Nico, I did Nico Hines. Mm -hmm. Uh, This week I went down to Albury and interviewed Lauren Jackson, which was really, she was really interesting. And then I did Singo on the Tuesday. And I was sitting there just chat, chatting to Singo because a lot of people, you know, forget Singo um, was a shareholder in the Broncos and actually, in the early two thousands, um, staged a takeover bid, of which uh, he said, "Mate, he basically got smashed by Lachlan Murdoch and couldn't <laughs> and couldn't do it." But I said to Singo, "I said, firstly, why did you try the takeover bid?" And he said, "They just, you know, they look at the Broncos organisation." He said they've just got the city of Brisbane to themselves and he said it's just a license to print money. It's like owning a McDonald's. And I said, well, what do you think about him now? And he said, I can't believe what has happened. I cannot believe how how they've dropped away as a football team and a business. Uh, Spud's got a question for you, Matty. Oh. <laughs> No good. Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a no, carrot. No, I'm not. I've got a garlic pie jammed in here. Uh, <laughs> I'm in the full package. I can do both here, right? Oh, my God. Um, regards Singo. <laughs> you don't yeah. have to come up with How's his health at the moment? <laughs> See, uh, actually, Singo looked, Spuddy looked really, really good. Actually, he, uh, you know, it's one of those things that if you're worth a billion dollars, you sort oh, of, yeah. you can do whatever you want. And we went to his uh, restaurant up there, Saddles, and about four or five years ago, he was talking about there was a cafe nearby, and he said, Oh, mate, the coffee's just gone downhill, so I've decided to open my own cafe. So we went around this patch of dirt, so I'm going to build it there. But as he started to build it, he thought, Yeah, oh, you know, I might be doing a bit more of an extension. If we're going to do a cafe, I may as well make it a restaurant. Next minute, he's built this Saddles, which is in the t- it's not last year was named in the top twenty restaurants in the world. Wow. Right? It's just phenomenal. But Singo, when he's interviewing me, he's got these two giant Rhodesian Ridgebacks. Right? He just walked them into the restaurant, and we sat there and did the interview and just let him go. People were horrified. Right? People were absolutely horrified. But the great thing about Singo, like, he's just got so many great old Sydney stories. Like in, in the interview, he talks about not just his great mate Tommy and those Newtown days, but talks about the old days of the illegal gambling clubs in Sydney where Jack Gibson and Ron Massey were the standover men. And, you know, and you walk in there and you'd see, you know, you'd see guys who were, who are now um, international, well, the highest of international businessmen. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just it's quite incredible. As he used to say, I said, so tell me, you know, Jack was intimidating. He said, yeah, he said Jack was intimidating, but Ron Massey was terrifying. <laughs> he said he was just, he said when Mass got out of his suit, he said he meant business. It really meant that someone was mugging up or not paying. Yeah, one of my favourite things with Singo is um, he doesn't care about dress sense. He couldn't care what he was wearing. He had an yeah. interview and he's just, mate, what about that jacket he was wearing? Yeah. <laughs> well, he made the comment. I'll tell you it was interesting. I asked him about Peter Volandis and he said, he said about Volandis, he said, Matty, he has turned Sydney Racing, he said, into the capital of racing in the world. Yep. And he said, Matty, he said, in my, he said, my opinion in your lifetime, he said, what Volandis has put in place will make the Melbourne Cup not insignificant, but just a minor race compared to what we'll do here in Sydney. And, he, and I said, well, 
he said he said he's just the best administrator racing's ever had. And I said, well, what do you think about the talk about him being removed? And he said it would be a disaster for rugby league. He said as big a disaster as not keeping John Quayle on back in the, wow. back in the day. Yeah, I agree with that. And just on the horse racing, Matty, you had a chance to sit down with which I'm yet to see, and I can't wait to see it face to face with Matty Johns, Hugh Bowman. What was your favourite part out of that chat? Well, it's the insights boys on on just horses and mm. the he, and the sensitivity of horses and Huey talking about how you connect with a horse and his relationship with Winks and he said you need to understand how a horse wants to be treated he said some at the end of the interview you'll see it, I, he walked me over to a horse bravado and he said we'll walk over to this horse because it's a real show pony and it'll play up to the camera wow. and it did and he said where other horses completely different they've all got their own personality you need to understand it and he spoke about when he would ride Winks and he said, a, a, a nice old lady wrote him a letter and said, Hugh, why don't you pat Winks after it and show us some affection after a win? And he said, the reason I didn't do it, she didn't like to be fussed over. Wow. He said, if I'd have done that, she would have sort of bucked and just to let me to take your hands off me. And he said, towards the end, it became a little bit different. Where, but he said it was, you know, just how he formed the connection. He said, we had a no-fuss relationship. She ran, I rode. Yeah. And you know what, Matty? Like it got to the stage where uh, they had such a connection that if he was suspended, Huey Bowman, Chris Waller would scratch the horse. He would scratch the horse. Yeah. Winks. It was amazing. And people who know horses, my wife knows horses very, very well. And and I remember back in I think it was two thousand and thirteen, where Admir Racky had won the Caulfield Cup, and my mate had had the double for the Japanese runner to win the Caulfield Cup and to win the. Melbourne Cup, which was like a six-figure collector, was massive. So Delta you, Blues? No, 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 no. Admire Racky. Admire Racky. Yes, so Delta Blues uh, had the victory, but Admire Racky. So my wife and I, I'm a big mate, Kingy, they went down to check out the horse. And people who know horses see it very different to people who don't, which I don't. I love backing them, but I don't intrinsically know them. So my wife looks at the horse before the Melbourne Cup, who is the $3 favourite to win the Melbourne Cup. And she says, Kingy, I hate to tell you this, but this horse is not well. Yeah. He said, what do you mean? Yeah. She goes, I promise you it's not well. It came out of my Racky in that race and, and ran a lot. They died in that race. Wow. So yeah. people who know horses, they know them, Matty, don't they? They do. There's a story about when Let's Elope won. It was trained by Bart Cummings. And they said the morning, uh, I think it was Let's Elope. I'm certain it was. Anyway, they, they reckon the morning he went to the stables and said to one of the young, uh, young, guys, who were, young guys who were riding at track work and said, it's, it was laying down lethargic and said, get it out and do, take it down to the beach and let it have a run. Wow. And he said, mate, it's running this afternoon. He said, just go and do it. So he took it out, got it going, down the beach, came back, and, well, that afternoon won the Melbourne Cup. Wow. Oh, Favourite day of the year, the Melbourne Cup for me. Um, now, Matty, uh, what, so just on the Sharkies, it, it, yep. one of my favourite sayings, sometimes the best gifts come badly wrapped. Is there a best gift come badly wrapped for the Sharks where they went all in on Adam Reynolds to the tune of about $800,000 a year for three years? Uh, they miss out on that. They pick up on Nico on about a third of the, well, a third less of the price. Yep. Is there a gift in all of that somehow? Does Nico Hines have a better three years at the Sharks than maybe what Adam Reynolds has at the Broncos? Well, uh, it's all hindsight, um, Joel. I mean, the thing about Nico, he's got, he's got a lot more tomorrows than than Renner. Yeah. Uh, what, what's interesting, boys, is the fact that they want to team Nico and Moylan. I'm just trying to work out who was the shot caller there. You know, who pushes the side around the park? You know, at a guess, I'm saying Matty Moylan, but that's a fair bit away from what Matty Moylan's doing now. 
I would say the more natural shot caller would be Sean Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an it, it, it's it's an interesting one. I, I I just don't know what they got planned there. So I look at Nico. I see I don't see Nico as a shot caller. No, I mean he's got the capability, but takes away from his running game and ability to pop up here, there, and use his vision. Is Matt Moylan a shot caller? I, I don't know. Um, it's it, it's an interesting one, you know. Mate, I mean, Reynolds and Nico could have been a really good combination there, but yeah, I, I'm just wondering what their plan's going to be. Fitz, he'd have a plan. I mean, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be basically having a stab in the dark, so he must have a plan there somewhere. Yeah, Matty, over the years you've been doing some one on ones with players. Is more than one you reckon you could fix? Um, you know, or is there an opportunity there to get in touch with uh, you know, Fitzy and say, mate, I'd love to get my hands on this kid. Mate, I don't do that much these days, Spud. It was sort of like I, um, you know, here and there you do stuff with it. What, what I, you, you got to work out firstly what sort of, um, I know I've seen enough of Moylan, but a lot of times with players you've got to get them down. I do this drill where I take them down the park, down the road from my place. Just do this certain drill so you work out what you what you got. So uh, I'll give you an example. I've worked with young Haas before, and you realise, no, they're not really built to take the line on there. Moylan, I reckon, would be one of those who sort of skims across the line, you know, using basically just skimming across the defence, jumping an offender and creating numerical advantages like that. And then you get another guy like Cooper Cronk. And when Cooper first come down, you looked and went, yep, yep. He's got, he's got, he's wide across the hips. He's fast. He's strong. He's a guy that you know be able to play through the middle and challenge the big defenders. And um, so that's it. You you got to sort of go away and just work out what you're dealing with, and then adapt to what they're good at. Um, it's sort of hard. You know, you don't want to grab a kid and say, "Mate, you need to play." It'd be like put it this way. It'd be like. You know, Tim Sheens, back in the day, sending Alfie Langer to me and trying to impose what Ricky Stewart does on Alfie and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, You've yeah. got to understand who you're dealing with. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we've got to go now, Matty, because uh, Spud's yep. got another pie to eat. But uh, before yeah, you no go, problem. before yep. you go, I've got a little Netflix tip for you. You may have already seen it. Have you seen The Serpent? I saw I saw a little bit of it, Joel. It, it was sort of, I don't want to sound morbid here, mm. but about four episodes in, I sort of got the gist of the show. Yeah. It was basically go in, abduct, and do a gruesome murder. Yep. Go in, abduct, do a gruesome... After about four of that, I just said, geez, I just can't cop any more of this. You know what? I reckon As you're right. I reckon you could fast forward to the last two episodes yep. and it would cap it off. Yeah. Yeah, mate. I'm, 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 at the moment, I'm watching all the old Frontline episodes oh. on Netflix, which, mate, still stands up. Rob Sitch and uh, Santo and all those guys. It still is the best spoof I've ever seen <laughs> yeah, of those current is. affairs shows. Absolutely. Uh, Matthew, thank you very much. And you're back on tomorrow for midday. I am. I've got, uh, we've got Fletch going to join us for an hour. Tomorrow Beautiful. morning, Joel. We're pinching him just for an hour because <laughs> yeah. uh, Brandy can't make it, nor can the Eighth Immortal. Oh, that's... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Matty, I'll, I'll want to come in. Yeah, yeah well, mate, well, Spud, <laughs> I'll, remember, I'll, mate. Now keep that in mind going forward. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind, Spud. You, yeah, I'll get your number. If you yeah. don't ask, you don't get. Yeah, nine to exactly. twelve. Exactly. Good on you, Spud. Yeah, nine to twelve. The pies don't taste as well. Then Matty Johns tomorrow. Uh, thank you very much, Matty. With thanks to Four Pines Brewery Co. Filled with real characters. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.